You're listening to the Bears Beat right here on the radio voice of Kutztown University of KWAR Kutztown. My name is Josh Tudor. I'm joined by... Roar! Welcome to the Bears Beat, where it's so good to be golden. I'm Mitchell Smedley. That's James. That's Melania. That's Abby. And over there's Jack. Yeah. And we are the Bears Beat. <laughs> Anyways, what are we talking about today? Oh, wait, before we get started in non-collegiate sports news, go Birds, undefeated, and go Phillies heading into Red October. Skated by the Commanders. You want to talk about that game? No, we won't. Wanna... I don't want to talk about anything. Anyways, okay, you're well, interrupting my broadcast, the... hot wait shot. Until, wait until they take on the Cardinals. That's all I got to say. The Cardinals? Cardinals, yeah. Of Arizona? Look out for Oh, because they beat the Cowboys. Look out for the Cardinals. The They're a good team. They're a good <laughs> team. All right, Mitch. All right, I'm handing it off to James. I got my own show to prepare for. Heavy hitters, five to seven. Be there or be square, you fools. Don't call our audience, you fools. <laughs> not our audience. It's theirs. Well, that's that was really special way to start the show, James. But yeah. um, James, look at that. What a another another week full of uh, Golden Bear Athletics. We should probably introduce ourselves again because we didn't even really get a, a formal introduction. But my name's Josh Two. Alongside me is. James Monster. Yep. And so James, we were all at the football game on Saturday. That's how I want to start it. What a what another win, man. What another a win. win. Now, there was a, a certain phrase you always said that that made me get my attention. So what is that phrase? I I can't remember, I'm sorry. Let me tell you something. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because you I'm you're gonna lead this one. You're gonna lead it. You're gonna lead the discussion. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, like you were saying, another great win for the Kutztown Golden Bears this Saturday against East Stroudsburg. It all started with the quarterback, Judd Novak, right? Redshirt, sophomore. Um, he had another amazing game. Four touchdown passes, and that helped Kutztown lead the way. It was it was a great game to start off, but they were down early, and then they came back, which was something that I really liked to see because um, in order to win games later in the season against good competition, you have to know how to come back. And they did that in the fourth quarter and ended up winning 34-27. to 27. So, um, yeah, anything you want to take away? I'm just trying to figure out where to start because there was a, a, lot to, a lot to talk about in that game. I mean, let's start in the first quarter, right? So, the uh, first, first drive of the game for East Stroudsburg comes up with a touchdown, right? Uh, you were down on the sidelines, so you saw it firsthand, a really controversial call that I thought was probably could have been a push-off. Was not called, so that that puts East Stroudsburg on the uh, scoreboard early with a touchdown, extra point, good. So they're up seven nothing to start, right? So I'm one of those firm believers, you know this, and defense needs to start strong, right? That's that's what it comes down to. That's my personal beliefs. Um, if defense can take over the game early, you turn it over to the offense, that gives you a better shot um, at winning. But obviously, you let up a, a score early, not ideal, not the end of the world. But Kutztown comes up big in a, in, a ni- in a nice response. Let's talk about that. So, right, you mentioned about Jen Novak, a redshirt sophomore. So we talked about last episode how he got his start, um, how he got the start because Donnie Blaine got hurt in that assumption game. He got uh, pretty banged up, and they had to turn it over to Judd. And we talked about how, J- how Judd had a lot of experience with the Golden Bears uh, program, specifically due to the fact that um, he was – Young, he was the younger brother of Jake Novak, um, one of the star receivers that we had for years here in the Golden Bear football program. But, I mean, just he's one of those leaders. And I don't think n- many of us in the beginning of the season really expected him to step up big time like he did. I personally didn't. But it was, it was, in, it was interesting to watch because he got put under a lot of pressure, I think, more than he did any other game specifically in this one, and specifically in the third quarter, but we'll get to that. But first of all, I, I feel like when we're talking about this game, we also we also got to talk about Sean McTaggart because what a game he had. He was he was impressive to watch. I mean, just, just how evasive he was in the pocket. He was incredible to watch. And on top of that, too, I mean, it was, it was, a, it was a solid game f- for him and just... I feel like he did everything he could, and then some. It just wasn't enough. But I mean, anything you want to comment about about Sean? I don't. I mean, yeah, like you said, he had a great game. But going back to Judd Novak, he did win PSAC Player of the Week, I believe. So shout out to him. And yes. Just the way he's been playing, and you said his brother, um, what was it, Jake? Jake, Jake Novak. He was a huge part of Kutztown football for many years in the past. 
But that doesn't take away the fact that Kutstown has some amazing wide receivers now. Um, some amazing plays by Caden Hasty and Makai Gibson yesterday. Um, like we were saying, Kutstown was down early in the game and they needed some big plays to get back into it. And that was with a Caden Hasty 55-yard touchdown grab. That was just amazing right down the sideline, right in front of me. Like I said, I was down the, on the sidelines for the game. It was an amazing catch and throw from um, Judd Novak. And Makai Gibson also had a 68-yard scoring touchdown. And it, it happened right in front of me, but I don't know if you saw from the booth. I believe a cornerback literally fell down, and he just was wide open for the touchdown, which gave Kutztown a lot of momentum. But, um, yeah, a lot of back-and-forth action. And um, it also came down, like I was saying, Kutztown offense had a lot of big plays, but Kutztown's defense had a lot of big plays as well. If you want to go, yeah, on yeah, absolutely. I think I think you worded it well, but James, we're at the time for a KUR notebook. Do you want to read it, or do you want me to read it? You already have it. Okay, perfect. I can do it from the KUR notebook. Attention, KU community. Want KUR at your event? No problem. Go to www.kutstown.edu/kur. Find live events, remotes. Read the reminders and fill out the form. Our promotional director or an e-board member of KUR will reach, reach out to you ASAP. An important reminder about events is that KUR needs at least three weeks' notice to even consider your event. No exceptions. This message is brought to you by the radio voice of Kutztown University, KUR Kutztown. If you're just tuning in, my name is Josh Toot. You're listening to the Bears Beat. I'm joined alongside... James Monster. And, James, we were talking about uh, the, the amazing game that Judd Novak had, but... I mean, the the most interesting part was I really didn't think East Stroudsburg's defense would be as aggressive as they were after watching um, their 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 previous game. They really, I really didn't think they would rush as many as they did. Most about half of that game, they at least rushed four or five, and they would leave um, receivers in one on one coverage. So talking about that keen hasty catch. I, I know you were up in the booth with me. All, all I said was it, they left them in one-on-one coverage all game long, and I said that uh, that either ends one of two ways. One, you get beat by a step, or you or you gain the step. And, I mean, it was one of those plays that I think really got the momentum. But the biggest concern I had in that game, I don't know about you, Jack, was they couldn't keep the momentum up. Every time they would gain momentum, Sean McTired always had an answer. I don't know if that's something you noticed, but it always seemed like, just every time Kutztown had something going, just East Stroudsburg could always answer. And that just speaks to the testament of their program. They were, don't let the score confuse it, they, they were a tough team. No, East Stroudsburg they was were a very tough. tough team. And they were undefeated going into this game. So this is the second straight week Kutztown defeated an undefeated opponent. So that definitely shows the strength of Kutztown as well. But like you were saying, they were, they were rushing a lot of um, players on defense. But that didn't um, matter for Jordan Davis, for, who had an amazing game, the running back. Um, I believe he's a senior, correct? He is, yeah. He's having an amazing season, and it showed with an amazing game. He had uh, he rushed for 14 times, had 47 yards and a touchdown, while also catching a game-high six passes for 42 yards and a touchdown. He was just all over the field making amazing plays, and he was honestly my player of the game. We had a When we gave out our players of the game, we had a couple of uh, different opinions on that. Jack gave it to Judd Novak for his impressive performance. I agreed with that one. I I didn't even consider Jordan Davis. Mine, I'll tell you who it is, and that is really up for interpretation. I'll be I'll be honest with you, it's it's almost a little confusing. I think, um, but Jordan Davis, uh, what a what an impressive game. And we talked about the leadership of the team. A lot of a lot of changing over. A lot of seniors graduating last year. They had a really big graduating class, and how. It was going to be a lot of a mix of upperclassmen and underclassmen getting getting um, a lot of the workload thrown on them, um, and just a lo- we talked about how Jordan Davis was going to be one of the big leaders on the team, and he is he's been one of the workhorses of the program. And one of the things I want to mention on as well is just Jordan Davis is one of those um, running backs that he he plays for a program that they don't rely just on one running back; they rely on about three or four, I would say. Mackay Gibson. Uh, Jordan Davis, Daryl Davis, McNeil. Um, I would I would even throw uh, Sincere Thomas in the mix because we've seen a good amount of him as well. We've also seen Stephen Burkhart. They they really haven't relied on just one person. He was just, I think, just the the star of um, the East Stroudsburg game. But I want to talk about one thing. Um, talk about East Stroudsburg defense. I just want to briefly go back there. Whenever the they're Pass defense is just incredible. I mean, we talked about that in our pregame show. They they were their pass defense is one of the best um, 
or was considered the best in uh, the PSAC conference. Um, but Kutztown, I mean, a lot of their offense came through came through the air, and that just speaks to the testament going back to Judd Novak. I mean, only a redshirt yeah. sophomore, and just his reads were, I thought, incredible, James. Absolutely incredible. Like you said, East Strasburg has a really good pass defense, and that didn't stop Joe, Judd Novak from making amazing plays. He did have two interceptions, which is testament to the great pass defense that East Strasburg did, but he came through and had four touchdown passes to overcome those two interceptions and ended up winning the game. So, yeah, it didn't really matter. One of the things I want to mention on it as well is um, the the sw- there was a lot of momentum changes. We talked we we just briefly touched on how momentum can severely impact the outcome of a, of a game, and let's talk about the third quarter, right? So Clitstown comes up with two unanswered scores that do lead over into the fourth quarter, right? So two unanswered scores that gives them the lead, right? Yeah, so your Osberg was up twenty-one to twenty going in the fourth quarter. So you, you you give up you give up two unanswered in the third, give up one more unanswered in the fourth, and then that's when Clitstown really starts to come to life, right? So I was talking to um, a couple players of the defense after the game, and one thing they really want to work on this week um, is just just making those key stops. I mean, it came. I mean, they would bring it. They would force the third down, but they just. We also talked about on our on our football broadcast as well about how East Stroudsburg. Um, one of the places they really shine as well is uh, converting on those third downs, and they they won the battle there, hands down. Specifically in the third and fourth quarter, they they were solid in that area. But one of the things I think Kutztown really needs to look to do differently, I think, um, is winning those third down battles, and that could have put Kutztown in a better situation. Obviously, they came out with the win. A win is a win. You move on to the next week, but. You need to win the third down battles because you even said it yourself, James. East Stroudsburg is a tough opponent, but you're going to see an even tougher schedule going through the rest of the season. So I think one of the things defense needs to focus on is winning those third down battles. What about you? Well, yeah, I I think um, you're correct about that. But Kustan actually did have an impressive defensive stand against East Stroudsburg. Um, they held an, an advantage in total offense of 397 yards to 291 yards. So they honestly held East Stroudsburg to under 300 yards of offense. And the Kutztown Bears only allowed 64 yards on the ground. Think about that. 64 yards for any running back on East Stroudsburg. And that is um, testament to what Kutztown has done all year in the PSAC with just allowing their opponent 80.4 rushing yards per game. That is the second best in the PSAC and top 25 in the nation. So... I think what you said, maybe they could do better on third down, but their run defense has been what's really been carrying them this season. Absolutely. I think just defense in general has been really solid and really and has improved a lot um, going throughout the course of the season. As All right, so we talked about last last week. You give up 31 your first two weeks, right? Then you give up three to Shepard, the number 13th ranked team in the nation. Then you come home, give up 27 to East Strasburg. Those aren't that's not terrible, I would say. That really isn't. So it's just been defense. And Eric Fargo, the defensive coordinator, I've had numerous discussions with him after after games, just what what he works on in practice, his opinion on a couple of, of ideas. And remember, too, I don't know if you know this, James, he came in, he, had, he wasn't the defensive coordinator my freshman year. He came in my sophomore year. So... Not only to mention, this is only his second year being defensive coordinator, and to be number one in the PSAC top twenty-five defense for rushing attack in the nation—that's that's pretty good. I would say I would say so myself. But I mean, let's talk about some of the leaders on on the defense here. So I mean, one of the biggest names we have to talk about is Tyler Ware. I mean, he's been a leader the three years I've been here. I mean, he has been absolutely a force to be reckoned with. Someone that Kutztown runs a good amount of his defense through himself, and also to um, Cam Wolf. I would also throw his name in the mix too. Yeah, they, Tyler Wary and Cam Wolf both had huge sacks later in the game that solidified their win. Yeah, I, and I mean, I, I just Tyler Wary has has been one of the workhorses of the defense, and to have, but you have a lot of freshmen coming in as well. So right. I mean, we talked about last week, Drew Henser, right? Redshirt junior. So he hasn't seen too much of the field since I've been here. Um, but 
he's got another two years, including this year. I mean, let's talk about Freddie Ryder. I mean, so he's a redshirt freshman. I mean, we talked in time in and time out about how young this team really is. I mean, it it doesn't get much better than this. This is something that I think the Golden Bears football program is really happy with because not only do they have a good amount of leadership through experience, but on top of that as well, they have a lot a lot of young players stepping up big time when and it's all about when your numbers going to get called. You never know. That's one of the biggest things uh, in any sport, really. Um, and they're just stepping up big time, and it's really impressive to see. Let's be honest with ourselves here, James. Yeah, like you said, a lot of amazing veteran play on this Kutztown defense. As you like, every single week it seems to, like one of our Golden Bears is winning PSAC Defensive Player of the Week, and that's just really great for these amazing young players coming up. Like you said, the freshmen that are getting not maybe getting a lot of playing time, but when they come in, they have that veteran leadership on the field to really carry them, and. Um, yeah, Kutztown's known for the defense, and with these young bucks coming up, I think it's going to be like that for many years to come. A hundred percent. It's it's they're continuing the tradition of built on defense. But James, our conversation's going really great. Uh, but unfortunately, we are going to have to take a break uh, to play a couple words from our station. But we'll, we will be right back here on the Radio Voice of Kutztown University, K or Kutztown. You're listening to the Bears beat right here on the Radio Voice of Kutztown University, K or Kutztown. My name is Josh Two. Long, and I am alongside my co-host, James Munster. And James, we were talking about the impressive season that the Golden Bears are having. They're just really keeping roll, keeping it rolling right here. So we talked about first two losses. First two assumption, one of the big contenders in the NE10 conference. We talked about how they also lost to Cal U last week. Now they're keeping it rolling here. You got two straight, two straight, three straight back-to-back conference wins against Mercyhurst. No, two straight. Excuse me. Uh, uh, you got a big win against Mercyhurst. You got a big win against Shepard. All right, number 13. Mercyhurst, Shepard, and now East Stroudsburg. East Stroudsburg. You were – you know what? You can okay. lead this. It's you can okay. lead it. No, you got it. it. You got it. Nope, you got it. No, like you said, nope, you they, got they it. lost two straight games. First to, Assum- first to Assumption and then Cal PA, and now three straight wins uh, in the PSAC, and they're looking great. And we also talked about, too, how Kutztown – now holds their own fate in the, in the playoffs, right? So you take one from the east, one from the west, right? Playoffs come here this year as well. So I hate to spoil it, but we might cover, we might be hosting a PSAC championship once again. That happened my freshman year, might happen my junior year. I'm not, I don't, I don't want to jump ahead of myself, but right. So you're now two and zero in conference play, right? So now you're the top contender in the PSAC East, right? You're leading it. You're number one, right? So, but I think that puts a, a lot of weight on your shoulders, right? So let's be honest with ourselves. PSAC play is extremely tough. There is not one team in the conference that I can easily say is an easy opponent. I, I, I will say that hands down. I mean, you have Bloomsburg this week, right? So a lot of people have been looking down on Bloomsburg. I, I refuse to look down on them. They are a program that is getting better and better by the year. Right, and af- so after that, right, you get Shippensburg, you go to Lock Haven, then you finish it out against Millersville and Westchester. Westchester, look out for that game. That is gonna that that's a that's a game right before their last game of the season. That could either be the PSAC championship or against Slippery Rock. Westchester, that is a tough opponent. Westchester's always look, a tough opponent. Do not look down on them. Um, so you have a tough schedule on the way out, right? But we talked about the leadership of this team. But the biggest question I always pose. It, the question I pose to you is: You have a lot of a lot of young guys in there, a lot of redshirt freshmen, redshirt sophomore, a lot a lot of inexperience lies on both sides of the ball. And my and my only question is: it, You know, is is that young young presence going to play in a a big impact in the rest of the season? I personally think no, but I'm also curious to see, right? But Considering that they went up against East Stroudsburg and Shepard, that that put them under a lot of pressure, and I think it, it's a mentality of Ben Ben don't break, um, especially in the Shippens uh, East Stroudsburg game. Excuse me, because right you were down going into the start of the fourth quarter, down by one, right? So then East Stroudsburg gets another touchdown. They're up twenty-seven to twenty, right? So the reason the score was twenty-seven to twenty was because both teams did miss a field goal, right? 
extra point. Excuse me. I'm I'm off with my words today. You're noticing this. I'm trying. I know. I'm, I know. Kutstown had an extra point blocked, but I don't think East Stroudsburg did. East Stroudsburg's extra point was not blocked. It was just straight up missed. Um, it went left at the goalpost. So we we talked about on the broadcast how that extra point blocked might come up to uh, harm them in the end, but. Thank God East Strasburg did miss it. So let's talk about the last 15 minutes of the game, right? So this is where things really got interesting, right? So you have about a third and seven, I think it was. You got a big sack from Cam Wolf, right, to start it off. Cam Wolf brings up a, a fourth down. So you punt it away. Kutztown marches down the field. You got a touchdown. All is well, right? But you need another stop. That's when Tyler Ware comes into play. So it's about a third and eight. Tyler Ware gets a, a big sack, turns it over to the offense once again. So we think they're going for the punt, right? Do you remember this play? Yeah. I I I don't know why they did that. I still don't know. It was like a fake punt on like the Kutztown twenty yard line. I I that was not. I I don't know why. Um. I I I'm assuming that they were going to think everyone was going to uh rush down rush downfield. Not one single could send defender moved. They they stayed right exactly there. Um, so that that uh, kind of backfired. Well, I don't I don't know if every single Kutztown person, but I I would say about a good amount of them. Well, I I just I have a note written here that Oyami Odaga sniffed it out and um made the tackle. So props to him for uh, making that tackle because th- those fake punts aren't easy to figure out. But if you think um, Kutztown was was fully aware of it then. That's something I didn't see, but it from my vantage point it did look like that. Um, I could be wrong though. Um, but just it. First of all, why would you do that? Because not only if you don't convert, you give up terrible field position, right? Second of all, if you punt it away, that makes it even tougher for Kutztown to get down the field, right? So fake punt. Kutztown gets the ball back at like their 30, somewhere around there. A quick drive takes about like two and a half, three minutes. Score one again. Score once again. It's 34-27 with like eight minutes, six minutes to go left in the game, right? So it comes down to one last drive, East Stroudsburg. And this, this I think, is the part of the game where Sean McTaggart really came alive and showed. Because he's only a redshirt sophomore. Do you know that? He Who? He's... Sean McTaggart, their quarterback, he's only a redshirt sophomore. He wasn't even. Oh, he's Strasburg's quarterback. Yeah, definitely. he wasn't even then. He he doesn't have that much experience himself, right? So we talk. So that's another key thing to look out for the rest of. Uh, I would say the next two three years because, I mean, just imagine. I mean, he looked amazing as a redshirt sophomore. What is he going to do when he's a redshirt senior? He's going to be a problem to deal with in the PSAC East. Let's let's. Let's just keep that on our radar, right? But this is where Sean McTaggart comes alive, the final drive of the game, right? So this is where I really start started to get nervous. I don't know about you. I was pretty nervous myself. So, right? So Sean, Sean McTaggart drives it right down the field. It's exactly what you want. It's exactly what you want as a East Stroudsburg fan. Um, and then it just comes down to a point where just Kutztown needed to stop and, and couldn't get it for the longest time. So all I said to myself was, they just need one stop. That's it. And they'll win. One, that's it. One. I, I mean, I, I said it like three times, but like that was the one time I actually like meant it. Um, yeah, I do say that a lot. They, they need one stop. But I mean, that's that's what you can focus on. You Like, I'm one of those people, like, you can't focus on the two drives after that you got to focus on this drive so they needed a stop right there um if you if they did get the stop that's what ultimately is going to give you the win right so so it brings up about a a third down and about eight right and and they only had about 40 yards to go and they would have scored that's where i really started to get nervous i'm like this this could turn like pretty bad pretty quick and just could sense defense. I mean, talk about a bend, don't break attitude. That was probably the biggest stop of the game. Well, Let's talk about that. Well, I, I wasn't too nervous because Kutztown's defense was really strong throughout the fourth quarter. But And they were up a full score. It was 34-27. So even if East Strasburg were to score, they would have had to go for two to win the game. But, yeah, I, I, com- I completely agree with you. They had a good defensive stand on fourth down. And 
with with it being family day and the 5,000 fans in the stands behind Kutztown's defense back, they, they stood their ground and ended up stopping them for the win. It was it was definitely impressive to say, but James, I hate to take another quick break, but we need to get a, a, a traffic update here from... But we'll be right back here on the Radio Voice of Kutztown University, K.O.R. Kutztown. No accidents in the Lehigh Valley on 22 or 78, Berks County on 222 or 422, Schuylkill County on 209 or 309, Carbon County on 248 or 443 or on the Turnpike. The 69 News Traffic Center tip line is 610-820-1111. That's the latest from the 69 News Traffic Center. But continuing our, our conversation, James, I mean, it was it, it was definitely an impressive win but just some final notes we can talk about that covered not only this game, but talking about next week at Bloomsburg. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't really know much about Bloomsburg, but I know in the years past, Kutztown has taken care of business, and I hope to see that this week up in Bloomsburg. Yeah, it was it was definitely an impressive win. Like I said, I don't think there's any easy opponent in the PSAC East. Um, I think that it is going to be a, a, a tough matchup. But, um, I mean, last year, Kutztown did um, have a shutout against Bloomsburg. Do you, were you there at that game? Do you remember that was the game that the scoreboard did not work? Were you there? Okay, yes, yes. I remember that yep. game. Yep. But now, that, luckily, we do have that, a new scoreboard, which oh, that's has, looked, that's has scored, that's, looked fantastic. That scoreboard, that scoreboard is nice. It has even instant replay. Do you know that? I did see that, yes. Yeah, I, I like that. That's cool. But, yeah, impressive win. Kutztown moves on to another week against Bloomsburg. And I hate to throw a, a spot in there, but K-Warb will be on the call for that game at Bloomsburg. 2 o'clock start, myself, Josh Toot, Jack Klein, and Mitchell Smedley. The three of us will be there in Bloomsburg to call it live. Uh, 2 o'clock start, pregame show probably about 1.30. So if you're not going to the game, make sure to tune in right here on the Ray Voice Kutztown Rears to K-Warb Kutztown. But James, impressive week for football. Yeah, impressive win over East Strasburg, and Kutztown did have another um, game against East Strasburg, East Strasburg this week in a different sport, and that was field hockey. We were talking about this on our show last week. Yeah. It was third-ranked Kutztown field hockey taking on the number one-ranked team in the nation, East Strasburg, and we knew this would be like almost a national championship preview for Division Two field hockey, and man, it was it was it was just the hype that it lived up to. I mean. Kutztown did end up did end up losing this game, two goals to one. But it, they were up early. Um, senior Jillian Bookman of Kutztown scored the opening goal in the third quarter. It was a zero-zero defensive deadlock for most of the game, but she did end up scoring a goal in the third quarter, put Kutztown up one-zero. But East Strasburg, being the number one team ranked in the, being the number one ranked field hockey team in the country, showed why they deserve that. They scored. A goal to tie the game with less than three minutes remaining. Kutztown held them the whole game. They scored with less than three minutes remaining. And then in overtime, um, they put the game away in the first over on overtime period to take the game two to one. So definitely a heartbreaking loss for Kutztown. But they did end up um, rebounding later in the week, as we will talk later in this show. But... Remember last show when I said Kutztown was the only Division II field hockey team left in the entire nation to not let up a single goal? Well, obviously, East Strasburg, East Strasburg put up two, and definitely tough to see here. But, you know, Kutztown, they showed how they, why they are one of the top teams in the nation, and I think they're, they're going to do just fine after this loss. And one and one of the things I want to talk about, James, here, just looking at this. So East Stroudsburg, that was their first conference matchup. So right now they're one and zero, right? So Kutztown's one and one in conference play. East Stroudsburg one and zero with that win. Um, Kutztown, I mean, it's a tough loss, right? But with the difference with field hockey and football is it's a lot easier to get into playoffs because they take the top two from. Top two. You're talking about the PSAC playoffs, right? Yes. Not the national. Yeah, playoffs. no, I'm yeah. not talking about national. Um, um, I I'm gonna assume Kutztown's gonna get into both. I yeah, would, I think I would like to. I think assume. both Kutztown yeah. and East Stroudsburg made made the final four last year, if I'm correct. For for conference, field, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, they did. Um, and Kutztown did get eliminated round one because they did see East Stroudsburg, and that was a that was a tough game too uh, for the Golden Bears. I mean, just talking about East Stroudsburg, that's that's been a program that has had a 
winning tradition, should I say? Uh, because, I mean, they're going for their third consecutive national title, correct? I don't know about th- they de- second. East, East Stroudsburg won the national championship last year. Yeah, so you're so you're going for second in a row here, right? So they got they got a lot rolling right here. I mean, they're seven and one, so they do got a loss um, on the record, right? But they're one and zero in conference, so that just proves to the testament of how how good East Stroudsburg's program really is, right? So you're so you win the national championship last year. You're going for another one. You're easily on track to do it now because you're number one nationally ranked. I mean, just impressive. I mean, it's an impressive program. That I mean, it's an impressive win for East Stroudsburg, but also an impressive loss for Kutztown to, to stay in there. Yeah. They held the they held a one zero lead for. All the way until three minutes remaining, and East Stroudsburg just had to put two away at the very end. But um, like I said, Kutztown managed to bounce back. They had another field hockey game later in the week um, against IUP and ended up winning that one in um, impressive fashion, 5-0. to zero. So they definitely went back on track. That was um, in part to two first quarter goals by Mackenzie Kyle and Sarah Gatehouse, both scoring their third goals of the season. Um, and in the fourth quarter, Kutztown extended their lead with goals from Jillian Bookman, who's been such an amazing senior all year long, as well as Megan Doyle and Sierra Jester, with which was actually her first career goal. So shout out to her and assists with by Juliana Donetto, Jessica Trainer, and Andy Searer. So yeah, uh, just a lot of impressive goal scoring by Kutztown in this one. They really bounced back from their loss to East Strasburg. So yeah, like I said, that lost East Strasburg was nothing to look down on. They're still the team they are. And, I mean, talk about leadership on on all programs, right? So you mentioned already, I mean, you, talk, you talked about it, so I'm not even going to reiterate it, right? But, I mean, talk about a response, right? So you, you lose 2-1 to the number one nationally ranked team, right? You go out to IEP. So, first of all, that's a four-hour drive right there, at least. That's, that's not easy. That's that's out to the western part of the state. Those are those are the matchups that are always tough because it's tough on the body when you travel, and then you have to go play a game, right? But talk about a response. So, right, 5 nothing. You, you, you pitch a shutout. So, I mean, it, it's impressive. It, it really is. So, but, it, it, I mean, that loss of 2-1, I mean, that's – you would for for most teams, I think that would still be in the head, and that might impact your next couple of games. Not for Kutztown, though. I mean that that's I think that's the most impressive part about that game. But I mean, just just talk about just talk about the response. I think that's the most important part. But James, I gotta ask you: Are you gonna take me up on that offer to go to a field hockey game? Did you ever see one? I have not. <clears throat> I have not well, gone to one. I really wanted to see the one against East Strasburg, but all the that way was, that was up at yeah, that's about two hours. That's that's a tough drive. They're playing. Yep, that's October fourth. Yep, Wednesday, seven p.m. We'll have to go and check. That we one will. Out. Yeah, it, it's impressive. It, I we we talked about how we didn't have that in our high school. It, it's an impressive sport. It's like I told you, it's almost like hockey, but they play four periods instead of three, and it's it's a little bit different. It it. There's a lot. It's really confusing to be to learn in the beginning, but once you get it, once you like see it, it kind of makes sense. But yeah, I mean, just talk about how could sense just keeping it rolling. I mean, it was a tough loss. Let's be honest with ourselves. It was um, not ideal, but right. So you're one and one in conference play, right? So that's not bad. So it it is it is what it is. I mean, you, you live and you learn. I mean. To say, though, that you held with the number one nationally ranked team until about three minutes left in the game. Three minutes left. Yeah. So, I, I mean, talk, I mean, that's impressive. I mean, most teams probably couldn't even do that. I mean, but East Strasburg, once again, proved why they're, no, they're the number one nationally ranked team. And, I mean, IUP, you know, unfortunately saw the game right after Kutztown. So, I mean, after you lose to the number one nationally ranked team, you have to have a little bit of a revenge, should I say, on your mind. And, I mean... A five nothing win. That's impressive. I mean, but we talked about how all of their wins came in not even really close fashion. I mean, they beat New Haven two nothing. They beat Bentley one nothing, and they and they lost to East Stroudsburg two one. All of, all the rest of their games were at least by a score of five to nothing. One one against St. Michael's was eight to nothing. So I mean, just uh, one of the main. I guess one of the main points that I want to stress here is. Don't look down on the field hockey program just because they lost to East Stroudsburg. They're still impressive, and they're still there to stay. So, 
I mean, I think they responded in a big way. Big way. They come home to their own, the, the home crowd this Wednesday against Bloomsburg. Then on Friday, you stay home. Next Tuesday, you stay home. And then you hit the road again against Mansfield. It, it definitely looks solid. But, James, this is a great conversation that I really, once again, hate to put a break into. But we need to get another word from our station. But we'll be right back here on the Bears Beat right here on the radio voice of Kutztown University, KUR Kutztown. You're listening to the Bears Beat right here on the radio voice of Kutztown University, KUR Kutztown. My name is Josh Tude. I'm joined by... James Munster. And, James, great conversation about field hockey. Tough loss. But they're keeping it rolling. But... James, this is going to be a co- one one other sport we need to talk about. I know you, I know you love because you played this in high school. Did you like? Lo- did you like playing soccer? Kind of spoiled the topic, but did you like? I did love playing soccer. Yeah, and and you and you have a lot more knowledge about soccer because I'll be honest, that's the one sport I really don't know much about because I the the impression I the impression I got was you kind of just I like I don't get it. Like they would say offsides and. I'm like, all right. I so like, well, yeah. I played. Do you soccer. get like a ten yard penalty, or how does how does that work? <laughs> no, there's. Well, no. I I mean, it's not a bad idea. It, it really isn't. Like I, like let's be honest, James. We came from a town that focused a lot on football. We we did, we did, we did focus a lot on football. But our soccer program, you could even say, was a little even more successful. I mean, no, our football team is very good. But soccer. Did you say they got another win? What football? They got another win. Well, they only got to them. Yeah, well, I'm just telling you. No, but, yeah, our football <laughs> program was good, but our soccer program was also very good and had a lot of good years while I was there and happy to say I'm an alumni now. But, yeah, I'm glad to talk about our women's soccer here at Kutztown, who is continuing to be impressive. They are still undefeated, the seventh-ranked team in the nation Shout out to, like we were saying, our lacrosse and women's soccer team. All of our sports programs here on campus have been just so good, rank, ranked high in the rankings and doing well. But, yeah, women's soccer had a 2-0 to win here at Keystone Field against Mansfield. This, is, this victory marked Kutztown's second multi-goal win of the season and their fourth clean sheet, which, in case you don't know, Josh, is a I shout d- out. I, okay. I, d- I, but, I was um, just about to ask what that meant. Yeah. Thank you. But, I um, appreciate it. Yeah, so props to Caitlin... Um, I I don't want to pronounce her last Here, name. Let me see the paper. Iconopolis. <laughs> she scored her fourth goal of the season in the 20th minute, which gave Kutztown a 1-0 lead. And then Carolyn McDonald scored Kutztown's second goal, which concluded the 2-0 score. Um, so yeah, another impressive win for the seventh-ranked team out of Kutztown. And something to highlight: it was on the score is only 2-0, but they also dominated. Seven to zero in shots on goal. So seven shots on goal, two only one in the in the back of the net. But still, a very impressive outing for Kutz down here. What is like a, a just so I just so I know like a frame of reference? What is like a, a normal number for shots on goal? Is it is it like five, five, four, three, one? I mean, seven is a good number. I mean, Se- seven. Yeah, I kind of fi- I kind of figured. I, any I, shot on goal is impressive, but you know. I, I'm really interested about this stuff. I, I love the I, I love learning uh, because, no, but I mean, I mean, yeah, you already mentioned it. Let's, I mean, an impressive season. Let's be honest with ourselves. So, right, seven seven zero and three. So, a winning percentage of eight fifty. Um, six zero and two in conference. So, two of their ties came from in conference. One was at one was at East Stroudsburg, and one was against Bloomsburg. I was at the Bloomsburg one. And yeah, zero zero tie. Not yeah, much action there. Yeah, but. I I was I was actually impressed because everyone knows this. I'm a I'm a big fan of defense. I love defense, hundred percent. I love it. Uh, it was just a straight defensive matchup. No, not no offense whatsoever. Um, and I and I mean normally in any other sport, let's be honest, you you have to go to an overtime. But in soccer, I mean, just you can be content with the tie. And I mean. I kind of like that. I I thought it was actually interesting because I mean in like football if you if you're you're tied at like 35 35 you have to go to overtime and go through the um, whole process. In soccer you could just after if you're tied at 0 0 you could just say all right that's enough for today. I I That's the one thing about soccer that I, I'm, I like I'm not it. a big fan of. Oh, so but you don't like to end in a tie? I do not. Well, everyone wins. That, yeah, that's yes, what they I don't do. like. I think there should be a winner and a loser. 
you think there should be a winner and a loser. Yeah. So you're not a fan of everyone wins. You are not. No, I think if you if you don't play well enough, you should just lose. Wow, that yeah. is well. Back in high school, okay. N- you right. did, I don't know how many games you Maybe came to support our high school soccer team. I came to a good amount. All right. Well, because, basically, because here I, I'm just going to throw a small side note into this. Did you know that they gave? Do you remember how they gave up those like season passes, like students, like for getting like good grades and stuff like that, for passing your PSSAs and stuff like that? I got one of those. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I came. I I did. Yeah. So. All right. Yeah. So um. But yeah. Maybe you should add, uh, let me tell you something to the start of this phrase, whatever you're about to say, because that, that would <laughs> tell me that it's important. Well, let me tell you something, okay. Josh. All right. In college or, or pro soccer, when the, when the regular time is up, it just straight goes to a tie. Unless it's the playoffs, obviously, there needs to be a winner. But in high school soccer and um, maybe other leagues, if, it goes, if, it ends, if the regular time ends in a tie, there's two periods of extra time, and then it goes to... Then I think it could end a tie, but usually there's penalties and stuff. You can go to a shootout, yeah. correct? But yeah. But usually in the pros, that extra time and penalties and stuff is only like when there's a playoff and there needs to be a winner. But in high school, there were many overtime games where it came down to last second. I, I'm just Im- impressed because, like in any other sport, a, a tie does a tie will not cut it. Like in in baseball, let's be honest here, you you go to extra innings, you get the walk off, you you get to see like Alec Bohm getting getting chased around the bases. I mean, but let's a, a small side note: Are you a baseball fan by any chance? I'm sorry, I'm getting off topic. Are you a baseball fan though? I consider myself a Phillies fan, but I okay. don't really watch. Yeah. All right, but anyway, getting back on topic here, James. Um, so I mean, let's talk about this Mansfield game though, right? So. It was a pa- you know we knew it was going to be a packed weekend when they put on the athletics website that parking was sold out. We knew it was going to be a, a packed weekend. It was family weekend, but a- an overall impressive win. And I mean, you already touched on a good amount of it, but I mean, it, it just comes down to leadership. And I mean, they have a lot of it. And we I also talked a little bit about it last last week about how um, Eric Bernstein, the head coach of the women's soccer program, just every year it seems like they're just coming that close to that championship win that the the way they want to end the season and they just are one step too short it looks it almost seems like they always lose in like the final or something and it's and i mean it's tough to watch because i mean they're a great program and they really are and i really do think james that this might be our year to win it i really do yeah as the seventh ranked team in the nation it would be awesome to see them win a PSAC championship and um, like you said, the PSAC championship for football will be hosted here in Kutztown. I'm not sure where the women's soccer championship so will I'm, be held. But I was actually just going to mention that. So, so you know, so we talked about how championships they alternate between the East and the West, right? So every year it comes to, so every other year it goes to the top seed in either the East or the West. Last year it went to the West. This year it will go to the East. So whoever the top seed is in the PSAC East at the end of this the regular season that's where it will be played. Two years ago, my freshman year was Kutztown. They hosted all the PSAC playoff games, um, and on top of that, they did host a good amount of NCAA playoff games here. So Kutztown has a good reputation for hosting a lot of big time games. So we will definitely have to be on the lookout for that. But James, we're at time for another KUR uh, notebook. This one is from the KUR community calendar. Make and Take Diamond Art Painting is happening October 17th at 11 a.m. at the MSU 218. Try your hand at Diamond Art Painting. Choose among many designs. There will be mandala, pumpkin, and gnome designs to choose from at this relaxing and fun Make and Take. You don't want to miss this awesome event. This message is brought to you by the radio voice of Kutztown University, KWR Kutztown. If you're just tuning in, my name is Josh Toot. You're listening to the Bears Beat. I am joined alongside James Munster. And James, we just wrapped up our conversation. Uh, we're continuing our conversation with soccer. A couple more points we want to cover there. But James, I want to take a small turn about something. So, do you follow KWAR on social media? So you should. I absolutely do. Okay, 100%. Good stuff. Um, did you see the women's bowling program is ranked number fourth in the nation? I. They are. I, the I women's lo- bowling, shout out to them. Yeah. 
Do you, you ever go to like a bowling matchup they have? <laughs> I have not. Where do we, c- there's no bowling alley on campus, is there? No, that would be really cool if there was though. Uh, we'll have to like try for that. That that'd be really cool though. No, they play in like Fleetwood and they they play all the all over. It's like a the way it works is like it's a big tournament of some sorts, right? So like it's not like a women's soccer matchup or like a football matchup where like Kutztown takes on like Lock Haven or Millersville, right? It's like all these schools come to like one spot. So like I'm just being realistic here like 15 schools came to the place where I was watching this matchup and like each team would bowl off against each other and then it would come down to like you would place either first, second, or third and that would go into like a, a sort of rankings. I don't even know what conference they belong to. Um, but like basically the way it works is you bowl off against all these schools and at the end of this tournament you get ranked either first, second, third, fourth, fifth and you get these points and then the points you accumulate throughout this season that gets you into playoffs. That's that's from my understanding. That's how that works. But yeah, I just saw that, and I mean, being the Kutztown Athletics talk show, I mean, I had to mention that. Yeah, so shout sh- out, shout out to our women's bowling program, um, being fourth, number four in the nation. You said that's pretty impressive. That's preseason poll. Yep. Wow. Yeah, good. Yeah. Shout out to them. Yeah. So you will definitely have to keep a lookout for that. But James, we talked about women's soccer, the amazing season they're having, keeping it rolling. Um, some final last notes. Um, anything you want to talk? Anything you want to talk about women's soccer? Well, we, we, we we were. T- I'm so sorry to interrupt you. We were <laughs> talking about um, the top PSAC rankings for women's soccer. So I think you were looking them up, or were you looking up something else? I was going to touch on women's volleyball a little. Okay, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, all I right, mean, awesome. I didn't get to go any of these. Um, games but they did um have a tough little break this past week they lost two straight against westchester and millersville they're they're not having the best season josh i, I don't know yep. if you want to say anything on that but they're they're sitting at seven and eight um yeah 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 so this is something i could touch on um so when i got here in the fall of 21 because i graduated spring of 21 from both of our alma mater school Glaven, uh, um the, they were a program that has been struggling for the past now three years um and every year they just they they do bring in a lot of good talent right it it seems like they bring in a lot of of good talent every year and they're just waiting for that one season just to just to put some wins together that'll give them momentum and they did have they did have it at points in the season right so you win three straight against Jefferson, Holy Family, and Georgia Court, right? You lose to Gannon, uh, 3-0. Then you beat Mercyhurst, 3-1. You lose to Edinburgh, East Stroudsburg. Then you beat Lincoln. Then you lose to Westchester and Millersville, right? So it's a lot. It seems like every time, and this hasn't just been this year. It's been like the past now two years before that. Just every time they try, they get a win, they just can't keep momentum going. And we talked about momentum in football. We talked about momentum in soccer. We talked about momentum in field hockey. It just it seems like every time they try to get something going, they always have that tough opponent. And we talked about how the PSAC East Conference is extremely tough. Talked about that in any sport. It's just a tough conference. That's that's how that works, right? So, I mean, it, it, it's, definitely, it's definitely tough. I mean, they're just waiting for those landmark wins to to finally get their name back in the conversation and just, I mean, they have an opportunity in four days. They take on Shepard and let's be honest, Shepard is a a tough opponent in any sport. I mean, football, basketball, soccer, field hockey, baseball, softball, tennis, you name it. They're a big contender. I, I, I don't know what they do down there that makes them so successful, but I mean, just, I think if they can get a couple wins going their way, because, I mean, let's be honest, you're about halfway through the season, good amount, because you're now in the month of October, playoffs happen in middle of November, so you're halfway through now, right? So you take on Shepard this Friday, take on Shippensburg Saturday, so you have back-to-back games at home. Let's be honest, that's always tough to do. So it it never helps that you have a a break in between if you're playing back-to-back days, but so... Your next four games are at home. You take on Shepard, Shippensburg, Bloomsburg, and Lock Haven. I mean, those are four straight. Then you go on the road for one at East Stroudsburg. You take on New Haven, 
after that. And you have two more on the road, two more at home, and then two more on the road. So they have a good amount of home games left, right? And we talked about in any sport as well, playing at home is gives you a good advantage. And I think if they can string together a, a couple of wins, I think that'll end the season on a high note. And hopefully take hopefully give them some momentum to take it into the offseason, which hopefully will carry into next year. Because let's be honest, they're probably not going to make playoffs. I mean, well, we, we, yeah, like you said, they're se- we're, they're seven and eight. Playoffs are about the middle of November, so they have about half the season, maybe a little under half the season left to go. But they have a four game stretch, like you said, at home. If they win a couple of these games, build some momentum, they, there is a chance they could still make playoffs. I believe, but. Like you said, th- maybe looking towards the off season here for Kutztown, because who knows? Maybe next year. There's always there's always next year in in sports. I always say that in in any sport. Uh, but yeah, like I said, you just need some momentum. Yeah, that's 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 all you need. And I mean, their their schedule it, it's it's a tough schedule. I I'll be honest. Um, I'll, you got a lot of conference play coming up. Um, but. I mean, it's a lot of home. It's a lot of home games. I mean, it's a it's a home heavy schedule. I think the rest of the way out. I mean, calculating this, you have about about six more away games, but the rest of them are home games. That's that's not bad. I think, and like I like I mentioned before, anytime that you have the home home court advantage, I, I think that definitely plays a factor. And let's be honest with ourselves, their home record is three and one on the on the road. They're two and six. That's that's pretty good. That yeah, that's, I didn't even notice that. So that's that gives them something to work with. But James, we got about forty seconds left in our show today. But James, this was fun once again. It was. Any last notes you want to take us out with? I mean, just a great day of or a great week of Kutztown sports. A uh, a great weekend. Um, family day was a a great outcome for all of Kutztown. You know, I think the attendance yep. for the football game is five thousand. Packed. Woman, women's soccer came away with the win on family day like we said and shout out to men's and women's tennis taking the dub against Moravian both the women's and women's tennis teams won so just a great week of Kutztown athletics and we'll be talking about this upcoming week for next Monday thank you for tuning in once again to the Bears Bee and let's go Bears <laughs>